0: But a return to winning ways in style as they brush aside playoff hopefuls Norwich City by beating them 5-1 at the riverside opening the gap between the two sides to 10 points as the curls one in What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome back to another episode of Project Borough. Today we're back looking at the latest Borough game, which of course was a thumping 5-1 win at home to Norwich City. Now, this game for me, in my mind, was a huge banana skin. And not just because Norwich were wearing yellow, bad joke, I know, but because they're a team who on their day can beat anybody a team who yes are lacking firepower but given Borough's recent form and how shaky it has been you know this could have really made the final run-in a nervy one if Norwich a team just outside the playoffs gained three points on us and um, at this stage the gap I think would have went down to four and it would have been a really really nervy end to you know the the season and we would have really been looking over our shoulders but this in Borough's mind at least for me completely writes off one of the playoff chasers now from catching us and maybe even rules them out completely as Norwich come to the riverside and were absolutely thumped 5-1 by Borough and I'm not going to disrespect Norwich too much in this video but this really did open my eyes to the incredible gulf between the top, as I mentioned in the last video, you've got the top two Then us and Luton are in our own kind of, you know, we're not quite as elite as Burnley and Sheffield United, but we are still very, very good and more than deserving of a Premier League place, I'd say. And then you've got the playoff chasers, who are all very, very inconsistent, very, very hit and miss. And it's games like this where you see, you know, that there is a huge, huge gap still between the sides. And, you know, Preston, who've been on a great run on the brink of the playoffs, come to Borough only a few weeks back, were beaten 4-0 convincingly. Norwich have came, arguably at a time where Borough were quite vulnerable, and have lost 5-1. And I'll be honest, they were awful defensively. And this actually probably wasn't a 5-1 game. Um, Borough were ridiculously clinical i mean i i think we scored with our first five shots it was it wasn't a 5-1 game um of course it was great to see a 5-1 game it was great sitting in the stands and seeing us score four and a half i don't think i've ever seen borough score four in one half before um and yeah we got a helping hand from norwich absolutely but yeah for me it was more of an important result whether it was 1-0, 5-1, doesn't matter. Get the job done, get back to winning ways. And these goals and the manner of the win, the scoreline, I think, will just help breed even more confidence into this Borough side. And, you know, in fairness, Norwich actually started the better team. Um, they started really well. The first 10 minutes were really, really bright. As you can see there, the momentum was on their side and until Borough scored, arguably at the perfect time. And it was a wonderful wonderfully worked goal down the right-hand side lovely flick on into the path of i think it was akpom he slipped in cameron archer who crossed the ball to uh, aaron ramsey who of course was on loan at norwich earlier in the season and um yeah really gave their fans the the treatment um, i'm not gonna lie if it was me in the OEN, end i'd be furious but as a borough fan seeing that it was pretty good um and he very much stuck it to his former club um and yeah I don't I didn't really understand why at the time um if there was any bad blood there but looking at the sort of Norwich fan forums and such um Aaron Ramsey was not popular there they didn't think he was good enough and he clearly didn't take fondly to that and yeah let them let them know about it and put Borough 1-0 up and that was in a period where we weren't on top we started slows we have done a, a little bit in recent games um and, you know that goal really helped us gain control, but Norwich were playing in a really strange way um, It was almost as if David Wagner was trying to go blow for blow with Borough, you know his team were playing very wide playing very expansively Lots of space in the middle of the pitch Whereas the teams who've done well against us recently have done the opposite, you know Bristol City Huddersfield packed out the center of the pitch And, yeah, it gave us plenty of freedom down the sides, but if you stop Burra going through the middle, stop the connection between Archer and Ramsey and Akpom, um, you know, that that nullifies Burra a bit. Um, You know, don't get me wrong, we've still got Force, we've still got Giles, who can do damage down the sides, Tommy Smith, but Norwich sort of tried to go head-to-head with Burra. and um, it backfired horrendously for them, and um, they were incredibly open... And the end of this first half was was bonkers, if you ask me. Norwich did have one huge chance, though. I will say that to make it 1-1. And I quite frankly have no idea how Josh Sargent did not score this. Um, ball down the left-hand side, shot saved by Stefan. And Stefan was just still in exactly the same place as he was when he saved it. Sargent had to put it either side or over him. It was easier to you know, easier to, to score I mean, how he missed I don't know, I have no idea how he's somehow managed to hit that directly at Stefan who was lying on the floor helpless in front of him but he did and I feel like that was the moment for me, um, if that was 1-1 maybe it's a different game but it wasn't and after that there was just a absolute flurry of goals um, firstly it has to be said Aaron Ramsey did go off before Borah doubled their lead um, he went off for Alex Mowat who I'm going to talk about later on but a little bit of a concern seeing Aaron ramsey go off injured you know fingers crossed it's nothing too serious as yeah he was absolutely up for this game and looked like he could have really really you know added a lot more to what was already a big win so hopefully fingers crossed he's not in too much trouble and his injury isn't too severe but after norwich passed up the chance to equalize Burr made it two on the 41st minute great work down the right hand side marcus force once again just doing absolute bits as a right winger, played the ball in, and you've got to say Hayden Hackney's finish was a beautiful one. You know, it's his second goal for the club. He didn't absolutely whack it. He didn't try and put his foot through it. It was a nice, calm placement into the bottom corner, and that gave Borough a two-goal cushion. And it quickly was three. Literally, there was five minutes here of utter madness as Cameron Archer got his goal and again down the right hand side Norwich giving the ball away I mean from a short free kick what they were doing I haven't a clue really really poor from Norwich defensively Borough work it in and around the box comes to Alex Mowat and I've I've been critical of Alex Mowat this season because I just feel like he's not lived up to anywhere near the expectations that I think we have of him probably his parent club And just isn't the player that I think we expected him to be. Nowhere near, in fact. But he come on in place of Iron Ramsey and was absolutely phenomenal in this game. And the ball through to to Archer was unbelievable. You know, he played it at pace because he had to get it through a really, really small gap. But it was pinpoint it was accurate, it was a great drilled ball through to Archer, who still had to deal with it, great first touch, and whenever you put Cameron Archer in front of goal, you know, he is an unbelievable finisher, one of the best finishers I think I've seen at Middlesbrough for a long, long time, great touch, opens up his body, puts it in the far corner, and it's 3-0, and it's game over. But, there is always a moment in a game that, just makes you worry with Borre and it sadly came at the feet of Paddy McNair who literally, this was straight from kickoff. Norwich work it forward, it's over the top, it falls to McNair, he either just has to turn to his right and play it back to Stefan or his left and put it into the stand. What he's doing, I don't know, he dawdles on it, I don't know if it's complacency, the fact that we're 3-0 up, thinking that he's not going to be pressured, but the ball's nicked off him by Josh Sargent. And to his credit, given he'd missed a sitter earlier, he play, you know he runs into the box left-hand side. I think a couple of Borough defenders don't quite know whether to engage or not because he could square it to Pookie, but he puts it beneath Zach Steffen's legs. And, you know, 3-1. And it, it was very frustrating in the ground. I felt very frustrated when that goal went in because, you know, 3-0 in at half-time. We've scored twice just before the end of the half. You know, they'll be on the floor, Norwich, and it is game over, essentially. And I just thought, 3-1, they'll go in to half-time with that little bit of hope and if they come out quick second half get a goal 3-2 it's a different game however them frustrations lasted barring well barely five minutes I think it was right at the end of added on time I think five minutes were added on um, I think it was due to a few injuries there was an injury by the way in the run-up to our second goal with a Norwich player down for a long period and I just want to say unless it's a head injury the opposition has no right to put the ball out, they don't have to put the ball out, and there's no rule in saying that they should unless it's head injury. And most of the times when teams do, it's actually rather courteous, but it didn't. And we scored, it's harsh on Norwich, but that's the rules. And I'm sure if it was rules reversed, they wouldn't have put the ball out and they would have been happy to take the goal if it was them, anyway. Yeah, anyway, we went into the five minutes added on, and it was just past stoppage time. Free kick from the right hand side. And another Norwich disaster class from a defensive point of view. There were a few slips in there, a couple of players. I mean, it sort of was headed out, headed down. No one really dealt with it. A couple slipped over, fell over. It was a a, a, a real comedy of errors, really, from a Norwich point of view. Um, and, you know, out of all the players for it to fall to, Cameron Archer is the one you don't want it to fall to and it did, and he blasted it into the net. We'd had three, well, four goals in a matter of five, six, seven, eight minutes at the very end of the first half, and Borough's three-goal cushion was restored, and we went into half time 4-1 up. It sort of cancelled out Paddy's error and put us back on track instantly, but again, big helping hand from Norwich. You know, if it wasn't for their error with Archer's goal, wasn't with the poor defending, it's a different game. They really, really gave Borough a helping hand here but we went in and it was four goals to one. So into the second half and Norwich ideally needed to get themselves out of the blocks quickly and try and get themselves a goal, try and get themselves back into the game but it literally took four minutes from the start of the second half. Once again Norwich losing the ball in a really really poor area. Credit though once again to Alex Mowat who What a tackle this was. Great anticipation, great commitment, a great tackle to win us the ball back just outside the Norwich area. It falls to Archer, who, yeah, unselfishly, he's on a hat-trick here, plays the ball through the defender's legs, and Schubert Akpom has a tap-in for what I think is his 27th goal of the season in the league. It might be 28 in all competitions, but 27 in the championship. Ridiculous. Of course he had to get in on the act, but it all stemmed, again, from a Norwich error with a pass that was intercepted really well from Alex Mowat, who again I will give immense credit for, he come on here, he was outstanding, it's the performance we've been waiting for from him, and uh, yeah, it was 5-1, and Borough to be fair could have filled our, we could have filled our boots, we could have went on, and I was expecting us to maybe get a 6th or 7th or even an 8th, but um, it wasn't to be, um, and we just sort of let the game peter out from there. A couple of niggly injuries though it has to be said um, forced to go off on the 68th minute apparently it's a dead leg according to Carrick so it shouldn't be too much of an issue Isaiah Jones come on for his per- first appearance in ages and looked bright I'll give him that he looked really really bright um, a couple of other players come on Bowler, Crooks and Barlasser um, but yeah there was no Fry in the squad and no Riley McGree um, both injured so a couple of injuries are starting to mount up for Borough at the moment, which isn't great, but I feel like we've probably got enough of a cushion now to ensure that we should be okay. Um, but yeah, a fantastic game. Great performances all around. Carrick did admit we've played better than that and probably not even won the game. Uh, never mind 5-1. Big helping hand from our opponents, as you can see there. Josh Sargent was their only player who came come up with any form of, of credit. They did have two sort of second-hand centre-halves. Their two main defenders, main centre-backs, being Ben Gibson and Grant Hanley, were both injured. So Borough, you know, maybe a bit fortunate that we've come across Norwich at this time, but we had to take advantage of it, which we did. And everyone in the Borough side, (laughs) well, barring Paddy McNair, due to his error, had an amazing game and got an amazing rating. Stefan, I mean, I don't know why he only got a 6.7. Maybe it's because he didn't have too much to do. Don't quite know. But, um, yeah, a great... uh, a great game for Borough and you can see here that's where the Norwich helping hand come from 2.72 was our XG and we scored 5 which I think says it all um, Norwich actually had more shots although we had more chances they had more passes and more possession which I didn't expect when uh, you know a team come to the Riverside but that's that's what happens sometimes, you know, Borough were just handed the chances and we took them, Norwich as you can see we're on top in a lot of departments. They just do not quite have enough going forward um, and a very, very blunt in front of goal, which could come back to haunt them. So, Borough back to winning ways, and what that does for the table is, well, not too much. Um, all teams around us, barring Burnley 1, um, above us, that is, uh, Millwall 1-2, so... As I've said many times, top two's gone. So, you know, we're looking at third with Luton Town, and uh, they won as well. They went to Rotherham and won 2 0. So they're still playing unbelievably well. Great form as our game against them looms ever closer. Um, and Millwall won as well. Um, I, th- I can't remember who Millwall beat, actually. Um, maybe it'll tell me here. Millwall beat Preston, of course. Yeah, so Preston, who've been on a great run did lose in what was a crucial sort of playoff game for Millwall, which they simply had to not lose to keep the gap to them in Preston, a bit like was in Norwich, and they did win. So, yeah, everyone from second to fifth, picking up three points, Blackburn drew, which means they've dropped points, um, still have a game in hand, so could still jump Millwall, but, you know, looking at Borough, at this moment in time, you know, worst-case scenario is Blackburn win their game in hand, and, you know, the gap... To sixth is six points, maybe to Millwall, but below that you're looking at Coventry, nine point gap, um, with four games to go. I mean, the way I'm looking at it, if people are looking at us and our fight for second, quote unquote, and think that an eight point gap to Sheffield United, having played a game more, is unsurmountable, then surely looking over our shoulders, a nine point gap on the same games as Coventry should be unsurmountable. I mean, you know, they'd have to win all four of their games. Borough would have to lose all of theirs um, to be caught. So I think playoffs, I think it's secure. I said before the game, if we win, I think that's it. Um, And I think that is secured now. I think the game in midweek to Hull, if we win that, which we should, then it will be all but secure. Like There'll be no doubt in my mind. And I'm kind of glad because... After this um, game against Hull we've got Luton away, Rotherham away and Coventry at home and Rotherham are a good side at home against top teams, Luton away would be a very very tough game and then Coventry at home on the last day of the season could be challenging if they're fighting for a playoff spot so you know what? three banana skins there so winning against Hull I think will just give us enough breathing space especially if results go you know, our way but for me you know, I think as long as we're top four, you know, if we're not third, I'm not going to be that upset. Um, we've got the advantage going into the semi finals, and I'm confident of whoever we play as long as it's not Luton. As I've said before many times, I want to keep them to the final because they're looking very, very good. But yeah, it could be anybody in sixth. Um, you know, if that's who we do end up playing, even fifth, you look at the table, I mean, it's ridiculous, to be honest with you. Coventry. They're one outside. Preston are one point outside. Sunderland somehow from nowhere um, have put just two wins together, and they're suddenly two points outside. It's 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 quite miraculous. And Norwich, of course, have, have dealt a blow, and would look dead and buried now. But they're they're only two points off, and, and West Brom still have that game in hand, um, which could put them into the top six given their goal difference. It's 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 bonkers. Even even Watford, even Watford, could make it, and Swansea might dream. Of even making it themselves you know only six points seven points you know it's it's absolutely crazy this league but you know we're just sort of head above water out of it now which is which is a relief and uh, like I say Hull on Wednesday I think uh, should be the game in which I think we put the lock on this job and seal it for good and playoffs will be ours Um, Against Hull at home, um, a relatively good record. I know we've struggled in recent seasons just because, you know, we've been a bit rubbish in recent seasons. But, yeah, you know, my memories of being at home to Hull are pretty good. I think away from home, yeah, it's a tough place to go sometimes. But they've not been in great form recently, Hull City. Um, started really well under Liam Resenia, um, but have sort of been very inconsistent. You go back to, you know their game against West Brom at the start of March since then they've only won one of their last six so yeah I'm confident Borough can get the job done here at home and I think they will and I think it will be the playoffs confirmed Um, it will be difficult though without the likes of McGree um, who I don't think will be in the squad it sounds like he could be weeks out which isn't great Fry I don't think will play either Um, we might see the return of force with his dead leg and and Ramsey might not be risked so this will be a game where we'll need the squad but I'm confident Borough can get the job done and I'm going to go with a 3-0 Borough win, I think we'll 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 get a few more goals, and I think we'll we'll yeah we'll get Hull and um, three points in the bag, and playoffs will be secured completely come Wednesday night. But that's it for this episode of Project Borough, guys. As always, do like this video if you've enjoyed it; it really helps the video out. Subscribe for more and hit the bell too, so you never miss an upload. Leave me a comment below with your thoughts on the Borough. Even if you're an opposition supporter, let me know what you think of your team and you know if you've played Borough or if you've got thoughts on the playoff race, whatever it may be. But until next time, guys, I'll be back with another episode of Project Borough after Wednesday once we've hopefully beaten Hull City. But until then, thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you next time.